Welcome to Mad Science Films. I'm Jimmy P, filmmaker and sexual astronaut. And as ever, I'm joined by my tender co-host. Tender loving. James Morrissey, one half of the Mad Science Films team. So guys, remember, if you've been enjoying the Mad Science content, then want to subscribe to our channel and follow us on Facebook. Uh, any comments or suggestions, then leave those in the comment section down below. Let's crack on with the show. Noise. Also, guys, please check out our fourth feature film for free over on YouTube. Just search for Little Monster or click on the link in the show notes below. This week, we're campaigning for a forgotten masterpiece of genre cinema to be given the beautiful Blu-ray treatment. And we are thrilled to be able to bring you another viewer recommendation. Thank you, guys. Keep them coming in. You may have noticed that on the Facebook group, we've got a viewer recommendation chat thread stream thing. Um, and we've already had a couple of recommendations on that. So if you want to uh, let us know, drop it there or drop it in the, the comments below. But this week we have a recommendation from our good friend, Adam Cleland from The Veil, uh, previous guest of the show as well. And he recommended on the chat, 1990s Meet the Applegates from director Michael Lemon. Okay, here we go. Get ready for your synopsis of sizing. Modeling themselves after an idyllic cookie-cutter suburban 1950s family, a colony of insects moved from South America into the United States with the intent of getting access to the nation's nuclear resources. Yeah, that's yeah, that pretty much does it. That, that's pretty close. So, Jimothy, is this a first-time watch for you, or have you seen Meet the Applegates before? I have seen this before. Nice, uh, nice. Uh, yeah, That's I have What's that? Tell us when and tell us how. Oh, God. I can't remember when. Um, back in the 90s. And um, I'm not sure it was on TV. It must have been on TV. I perhaps rented it. on. on I'm surprised this hasn't got a DVD or a Blu-ray release. I'm, I'm really shocked by that, to be honest. Um, it's a solid film, I think. I really enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it more so now than probably what I did when I watched it way back when. Yeah. Um, I love I loved the the whole setup. I love the idea of the film. Uh they really play on the um the whole environmental thing and how humans are terrible. Um so I love that that political element to it. I love the 1950s uh B-movie creature kind of vibe as well over the top. Um I really enjoyed the characters, each of the family members, how they individually kind of just fall apart and become almost real mum, dad, you know, like the dad becomes this like sex fiend, the mum, a shopaholic, uh, the, the daughter, this man hating, uh, lesbian, uh, pregnant teen. And then the son, this, this massive pothead. Yeah. Um, I just, I just loved it. The, the whole, the whole journey and, and B, uh, the character Abby, how fucking, how funny is that character? And I think, what's his name again? Abby um, Coleman. Abby Coleman. Brilliant. Brilliant as Aunt B. I mean, you could argue this, uh, there's a very strong LGBT uh, Q element to this, you know what I mean? So, um, I mean, you yeah, I, I, this, this, I really enjoyed it. I, I, everything about it is just, there's loads of fun. There's so much comedic 
opportunity and they really took that by the by the balls and um yeah really funny really enjoyed it a lot of fun and i think when when i was watching it's like i i i i remember that uh that scene where they're having dinner and everything is just sugar and chocolate and you know what i mean i just remember as, as a as a guy with a massive sweet turf that definitely uh stayed in the back of my brain whilst watching that yeah enjoyed watching it again loads loads of fun yeah, yeah. I, I think similar to you, I have like a very distinct memory of renting it from the video shop as a kid. Mm. Um, and I think at the time I must have been, yeah, it came out in 1990. I'm guessing at least a year and a bit in terms of coming over to the UK on, on video. So let's say maybe 11 or 12 I was at the time. I think I was looking forward to like a wacky sci-fi comedy. Um, and obviously what I got was something a bit weirder, a bit darker as well. And I, mm. I think at the time, I didn't dig it. Rewatching it now, thanks to Adam, um, I dug it a lot more. A lot yeah, more. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But also, I think some of the tonal shifts for me still didn't quite work or didn't land. Now, whether that was kind of previous baggage or what, I'm not not sure. Like you said, mate, I think the cast and the characters are fantastic. Ed Begley Jr. does the Ed Begley Jr. thing, but this is like the perfect role for him, you know, straight-laced mm. dad, but then underneath it, yes, you know, it, it's the cracks start to show and he's trying to keep it all together and he's got that big farce element. Um, yeah, Stockard Channing, uh, kind of channeling, yeah. uh, you know, uh, appearance in Greece as this 50s housewife and then, yes, becomes addicted to the evils of capitalism and commercialism and all that. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. The kids are great. Um, Bobby Jacoby, like the kid who plays, uh, I think, Johnny. Um, Johnny yeah. just, I don't know where I recognise this kid from, you know. Oh, again, he's, yeah. he's from Tremors. He's, he, yeah, that's that's right. like his main character. Yeah. And of course, he turned up in like some of the sequels as well. So seeing him again, and that's a brilliant like uh, transformation. As you were saying, yeah, he's like this clean cut, uh, leave it to beaver type character who becomes a stoner. <laughs> it's like just brilliant. hilarious. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah Cammy Cooper uh, as the daughter is absolutely excellent and you know straight away she kind of bristles against this suburban patriarchy kind of thing and then as you as you say yeah it becomes this man-hating lesbian pregnant teen so yeah 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 it's now, really well casted don't you think I, it's, it's really really well yeah. done um yeah i think yeah like especially the adult characters now i love dabney coleman i i just want to have that on the record now i think he's slightly out of place in this film i think yeah. you know it's those characters, the the, the the family characters themselves, the the main four, are great, and I love that fifties mm. transformation into the realities of late eighties, early nineties America. Uh, I think that works great. I think maybe because obviously uh, for the setup of the movie, you know, we're having a phone call back to Dabney, and he's in drag to start with, and then all these other things that just feels a bit too big and wacky. And then later on when he's the army guy, I think he's playing it too big. Um, and yeah, it just, that was the bit for me, which still doesn't quite work is these tone mm. shifts. And I, I love it now as, as, as a fully grown man, honestly, um, I love those dark, weirder elements. Um, mm. But then when the goofball stuff kind of happens and, you know, when he's there with, yeah, like the, the siege thing and ready to go, it, it for me, the film doesn't know what it wants to do. Um, and that's the bit that I kind of struggle with. It's like Michael Lemon uh, directed Heathers before this. 
right? Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, one of those archetypal late 80s dark teen drama comedies, right? And for me, it gets the pitch spot on, really. really <coughs> this one, it starts, there are elements of that. And I think that's, that for me, that works really well. But then it also doesn't know if it wants to be more like, say, the Coneheads with the, the wacky family aspect and all of that. And that's the bit that, yeah, I, I, I kind of struggle with. Now, Adam, when he was recommending this on the chat, he called this Michael Lemon's best film. And Adam, I love you. Uh, but everybody knows that Michael Lemon's best film is the Billy Crystal starring My Giant. <laughs> so I'm sorry, we're going to have to agree to disagree in that film. But I, I still dig it. I like it a lot more than I did as a kid. But yeah, it's those tonal shifts that just didn't work for me. Like it, it's yeah. like playing guys because it, it didn't feel like it wasn't able to juggle the, the balance too well. Yeah. Uh, and I also feel like the, the ending kind of just ended, you know, the idea and then they go back to the jungle and, you know, the suburban survivors are like, oh, we, we were so wrong. We're sorry, guys. Da, 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 da. And then the final gag of they're all bald because of radiation poisoning is like, OK, that that's quite funny. But as a resolution to, to everything, it, it felt a bit weak source to me. But what about you, man? I, I, I think I think I, I kind of like I just embraced it for what it was. I mean, the whole idea is fucking crazy. And yeah. all the craziness and perhaps some of the tonal shifts didn't feel too out of place because I was like, this is a mental film. Like, do you know what I mean? So um I can see I, I can see what you mean though. Yeah. I mean, they would probably argue perhaps maybe that it is a mental film and we're just having a lot of fun with it. And I I kind of I, I kind of had that feeling that these were just sometimes you watch a film and you and you can almost it comes across almost that this was perhaps a really fun film to make and mm, and, yeah. and it was a lot of you know all the gags the characters the acting the performances you know this is probably a, a real fun film to make and i just feel I, if i got a feeling that this was just filmmakers just having really f- a lot of fun with the concept this idea which was mental yeah. like such a stupid ridiculous but I, and I think they I think they I think they've done well with the the character arcs and the overall yeah. story and those like undertones political environmental kind of issues they kind of play and the, the, the ending yeah it did feel a bit short but then you know it's it's a crazy film how do you end a crazy film like what kind of ending would you do um, I, I don't have a better alternative yeah I mean I, you I get Frank Darabont in to, to perhaps write that um maybe they'll kill themselves and then a giant insect walks past i don't know um but yeah it's yeah i can see what you mean but it's one of the i, I guess is how you interpret the film i guess um yeah. it's all subjective in it but yeah no I, I i i'm a big fan of it i'm a big no, fan. No, 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 i agree man and, and this is this is me being nitpicky this is yeah me saying what just prevents me from absolutely loving this yeah. film i could i could absolutely see myself watching it again uh and maybe yeah. loving it even more uh, yeah. there's elements of it I absolutely love I love the fast thing of they're all sticking these humans into cocoons and then hiding them around the house Yeah, I love that but again I suppose and maybe this is me being messed up man but I was kind of hoping they'd be dead but then when they kind of come out <laughs> and they're alive it's like oh okay but then there's other weird bits like you know like you know she gives birth to this what I assume would be like alien uh, sorry um yeah insect yeah this half breed and then yeah. they kind of stomp on it which is dark yeah, and yeah. it's just like okay you know the the humans you've cocooned they come out fine with you know no 
yeah. side effects from it. But then you kill this baby at completely throwaway. And it's like, you know, man, which which one are we going to do? Like, you know, the patriarchy, my choice, my body kind of vibe on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah, I see what you mean. But it is, it, it, I think it is just batshit crazy, isn't it? It's just yeah. like, what's the most unpredictable thing to do at this moment? Like, we're all expecting this and then it does something totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe the wrong thing, yeah. But um I mean I love the effects, uh, you know, amazing yeah. practical effects, all of this kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. as I say, I love Dabney Coleman and I love what he's doing in the film. It just feels like he's in a different film from the other characters. So I'm, I'm I, I guess I, I guess I, 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 I guess he's kind of on a different he's a different he's on a different mission. It's almost like maybe I'm not sure like like the writing process, whether he was in the original script, maybe they added him in to add a bit of a you know this uh this other element coming into the fray, perhaps maybe I don't know. But um you know, every film needs a bad guy. and uh, I think he done I think he done all right. So okay. yeah. So Jimothy, which bad boy boutique Blu-ray label is gonna put this film out for us? There's a few. Uh, I've gone for like 88 films. Um, I think I, I, th I think it's a film that could pretty much, unless it's a proper like foreign horror boutique label or something like that. I think this could, I think a lot of labels could probably take this film on board. Yeah. But 88 films, I've gone for Arrow as well. I think uh, I'd love to see a big release of this. Yeah. I, think this I think it deserves a lot of love, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is a weird film in, in Michael Lemon's filmography. So he had the massive breakout success mm. of um, Heathers. Then he went on, you know, this, I don't know how this did. Um, I, you know, I don't know how successful it was or whatever, but it must have been okay enough that he went on to what was, you know, sp supposed to be a guaranteed slam dunk of a film, Hudson Hawk with uh, Bruce Willis Ooh. as the next film. So, you know, and obviously that didn't do well at all. So, things yeah from there but for me i think shout factory would be well placed to put this out yeah. they, they they do well in you know kind of the retro type of thing and obviously this has big retro elements in it with the throwback these <laughs> the dark comedy elements as well i think shout factory would be well placed to put this bad boy out so jim mm. watched meet the apple gates there's still a few hours before bedtime what yeah. are you going to put on to make the perfect double bill uh, I've got a couple of recommendations. Um, one is one we've reviewed before, and I think we differ on our opinion on it a little. But um, just for because of that 1950s kind of uh, creature feature kind of vibe and comedic, silly, silly comedy, uh, Lobster Man from Mars. Um, um, and also, you've mentioned it, Coneheads, which I absolutely love. Another really good film. So you like that kind of weird family trying to fit in. Dan Aykroyd is brilliant in it. Chris Farley, who I love, he's got a, a small part in it, but uh, Chris Farley, I think it's 19, early 1990s, I think, is it? Yeah. So about yeah. the same year too. So um, yeah, yeah Heads is one of one of my recommendations. So if you yeah. if you're in the mood to go kind of more goofball, more wacky, yeah. uh, Coneheads is a good thing there. Um, a slightly later one of like a weird wacky family unit on an adventure, The Stupids with Tom Arnold. Have you ever seen this one? Oh, I don't think I have. It's a weird one, man. They're not aliens yeah. or anything like Well, they're just really stupid. And they keep noticing that some <laughs> every week somebody's stealing their trash. <laughs> so they decide to try and track down who is stealing their trash. And it's just... Oh, like, I, 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 remember, I, I think I watched it in like the late 90s, like 
I, I'm fairly sure it was like on Sky Cinema, whatever, Sky Movies one or whatever. <coughs> and I remember watching it going, what the fuck am I doing watching this film? But it just, yeah, that kind of family unit. Um, yeah. Again, it's very 50s in terms of, you know, the 50s sitcom American family. So mm. those, if you want to go for something dark, I'd suggest, yeah, trying Heather's. Uh, you know, that's a great film. Um, yeah. Totally, I think it's just jet black the whole whole way through. Um and it works really well. And another really great takedown of like American suburbia. So that one's it. Yeah. Uh, a more modern undercover family on a mission kind of thing is We're the Millers. Have you seen that one with Jennifer Aniston? We're the Millers. I know the one with um, Team Wolf 2 guy in it. Is he like... No, 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 not him. It's, it's the guy who looks like him, who I'm blanking on his name now. Uh, he's the guy who plays Ted Lasso nowadays. And ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's another fun one of like they're not a family but they've got to present themselves as yeah, a family. Yeah. So, mm. so that's yeah, that's a more modern uh, recommendation. I think that would pair nicely with Meet the Applegates. Or so, another one, maybe maybe go watch The Burbs, that kind of suburban neighborhood, all we going yeah. on. Yeah, comedy, Tom Hanks. Yeah, good call, man. Good call. Yeah, yeah. actually, I think The Burbs, yeah, would play really nicely. Yeah, yeah good call. Good call. Righty then, guys. Have you seen Meet the Applegates? What did you guys think of Meet the Applegates? Are there any films that you think would pair nicely with Meet the Applegates? Or are there any films that you think we should check out and campaign for a beautiful Blu-ray release? And Jim, what else can people do? You can. Well, if you do like this video, then please hit the like button on YouTube. Uh, and again, if you've been enjoying the Mad Science content and want to subscribe to our channel, come follow us on Facebook. Uh, any comments or suggestions, then leave us in the comment section down below. Thank you and goodbye.